My name is Edward, and you're listening to Away From Keyboard Podcast, where I share ideas on how to gain freedom from gaming habit and build a fulfilling life that makes you feel proud. This is episode number seven, Games Are Designed to Be Addictive. So last week, I got another confirmation that gaming in moderation doesn't work for me. I lowered my guard and for a moment I thought, hey, I can pull off gaming in moderation this time. You know, I'm experienced now, I know what to do, I know myself, I am focused on important things, I know my goals, I can manage this. And guess what, I cannot. I played Hades, it's a great game and it was actually a game of the year 2020, I believe, according to IGN. And this game is flawless, I love it. There is so much attention to detail and the gameplay is so smooth and it's so satisfying and it has no logical end, you know, you can keep playing forever. So. The quality of this game made me thinking and I decided to talk today about how games trick us and trick our brains mostly so that we keep playing. So a little bit of theory before we jump into concrete examples. Now my observations are based on self-determination theory. It's a theory that basically explains why we do what we do and why we want to do something intrinsically, when we are motivated from within. This theory explains why we are motivated to keep engaging in some activity, because we get pleasure from the activity itself and not from any external rewards. And there are three main needs that predict our intrinsic motivation, and those are competence, relatedness, and autonomy. And I'll talk about each one separately, but the better the activity is at satisfying these needs, the more motivated we feel to repeat it again and again, just for the pleasure of the activity itself. I think it's important to understand how well developers adapted games to fit the way the brain works. It's like they're solving a puzzle where each detail of the game needs to fit the brain's needs to make us feel uh, motivated to continue playing. So how do games satisfy our needs? Let's start with competence. Competence is basically the need to be good at what we do. And games satisfy this need by providing us with optimal amount of challenge so that when we play we don't get discouraged by losing all the time and we don't get bored by winning too easily. So in the case of online games, the ones that are good at matching you with the opponent that has a similar skill as yours, these games are the most addictive. Because when you have those close games where it's not obvious who's gonna win, These games are usually the most fun. Another way competence is satisfied in games is by providing you with clear and achievable goals and objectives and missions. There's always some quest or a mission that you always know what's the next step for you to take. 
And it's not like in life where you need to set the goals for yourself and choose from basically unlimited number of options. You know, games are much more simpler and direct. And as a result, they're more appealing. Plus, they always make our progress visible. Like, there's always a sense of progression. You know that you're moving forward because that level bar is slowly filling up. And you know that once the bar fills up, you're going to get some kind of a reward, like a new skill or a badge or a leaderboard position if it's an online game. So that's competence. Now, relatedness is our need to connect with others. And online games are the best at satisfying this need. And therefore, they're the most addictive because of this social component that fulfills our need for a connection. We naturally want to feel included and fit in. So the games offer us a sense of belonging to a team or to a clan or even a gaming community, you know, in general. Plus, helping and making contribution toward others feels great. And when we have that shared goal of destroying the Nexus in League of Legends or blowing up some crates in Counter-Strike, it makes us feel like what we do matters and therefore we matter. Another thing is that online games allow us to be social while at the same time avoiding discomfort of face-to-face -face contact. And we can't really be rejected for who we are. We can get flamed and abused there, yes, but it's rarely done for who we truly are. And single-player games, they satisfy relatedness need in their own way. They do it mostly with the help of storytelling and relationships with other NPCs that we empathize with. That's why many quests are structured around helping a particular NPC or a group. And the last and probably one of the most important needs is autonomy. Our need to be at the source of our decisions to feel in charge of our choices and basically in control of the situation. So for example, in MOBAs like Dota or League of Legends, we can choose our team role, character, runes, skills, items, gameplay style, and we can make our own in-game decisions and choices. There's so many variables that create these opportunities for choice and self-expression and we feel free to do whatever we want. And even between the games, the brain keeps strategizing and thinking about different scenarios and item builds we can try. And the most satisfying single-player games give us the freedom of choosing our own unique approach. And they allow us to complete objectives the way we want. That's why open world games are so popular, because you can go wherever you want and do whatever you want. And the more competence, relatedness and autonomy the game offers, the more satisfaction it brings and the more intrinsically motivated you are to play again and again and again. And Hades actually is a good example of a single player game that satisfies all three of these needs. There's always a clear sense of progression and the game constantly challenges you in the new ways. 
And an important part of the game is helping other characters and giving them gifts to build relationships, which satisfies our need for relatedness. And there are literally countless combinations of skills and weapons. And every time you pick up a boon, you can choose one of three skills that are offered, which satisfies our autonomy need, the need to be in control of our experience. And as I mentioned in one of the previous episodes, it's not our fault that the games are designed for us to be glued to the screen, but it's our responsibility to make a deliberate choice whether what we get from games is valuable enough for us to continue to play. And for me, as I confirmed this week once again, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's fun and entertaining, but when I put things into perspective, I notice that I tend to sacrifice so many important areas of my life in exchange for mindless pleasure-seeking. It's just not worth it at all. And I notice that sometimes to remind myself this, I gotta get to the bottom. Like, play non-stop half a day to realize, man... This is wrong. This is not right. And it gives me that wake-up call that I need. Otherwise, I keep trying to play in moderation, try to work things out, and every day I just get deeper into the pit. And for me, sometimes it's just easier to cut it off from my life. And again, it's not your fault that games are so compelling and so easily available. But it's your responsibility to make the choice that is right for you. And when you build a fulfilling life outside of gaming that you don't want to lose and the life that satisfies your needs and aligned with your values, then when you relapse, which happens and it's normal, but when you relapse, the recovery is so much easier because after a while, it becomes so obvious that gaming is not what you want to move toward because you begin to notice that what you've built in the real life starts to crumble and fall apart. So for me, the choice is obvious. Keep working on myself and learning about myself and take baby steps every day, no matter how small, but in the direction that brings me peace and genuine pride for what I do. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you for listening. If this was helpful, share it with someone who would benefit from this. And if you're interested in becoming the next version of yourself, U2.0, and you want to build a fulfilling life free of gaming, join Away From Keyboard Coaching Program. You'll find the links in the description. Thank you again for listening, and until next time.